Welcome to Podcasts of Waterdeep. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Waterdeep Dragon Heist, D&D asked Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords and Josh Peralt from Taking Initiative to create a special 10-episode story with a cross-section of the D&D live play community. Hopefully by listening to some of these episodes, you get jazzed about the possibility of storytelling within Waterdeep Dragon Heist and maybe find one or two new D&D podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and the Waterdeep Dragon Heist adventure book available in game stores now and everywhere, September 18th, head to dnd.wizards.com slash p-o-w-d or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. Here's a brief recap of what happened in the last episode. Waterdeep is a city in turmoil, with a crime organization run by the Xanathar clashing with the Zentarum, also known as the Black Network, all while searching for a huge hoard of gold dragon coins hidden in a vault somewhere in the city. The cast from Taking Initiative played as individuals representing the Harpers, the Zentarum, Laryl Silverhand, the Open Lord of Waterdeep, and Jarl Axel. They tracked down the dealer and their representative, a character named Eclipse, which is short for Total Eclipse of the Heart. Eclipse informed them that there are three keys needed to open the vault. A set of magical bagpipes, a star of Waterdeep, and the Widowmaker. Some of these factions in Waterdeep have better info than others. Have fun listening to this fourth episode of Podcast of Waterdeep brought to you by The Broadswords. Joined by special guests, Ross Rockefeller of Dice for Brains, Adam Carnival of D&D is for Nerds, and Chris Perkins of Dungeons and Dragons. It's me, Victoria, your DM. Welcome to episode four of Podcasts of Waterdeep. To new listeners, hello. We are the Broadswords, and we have some special guests with us this episode. We are joined by Adam Carnavalli of D&D is for Nerds, Ross Rockefeller of Dice for Brains, and our regular listeners will be happy to know that he is reprising his role of Kennethar, Yaleri's stepfather, and... Oh, and... We are joined by the fabulous Chris Perkins of Wizards of the Coast. No pressure DMing for him. I'd like to thank Greg Tito, Satine Phoenix, and Pelham Green for their enthusiasm and help with this project. Also to my co-organizer and writer, Josh Perrow, thank you for putting up with my early morning and late night messages. I'd also really want to give a shout out to all of the wonderful DMs that were involved in this event. David Alvord, Dave Harmon, Celeste Konowich, Lauren Urban, Joe Delabella, Michael DeMauro, Lisa Chen, and Aram Varshan. The amount of love and collaboration that everyone put into this project was a joy to watch. Our Discord server was bustling with ideas and enthusiasm. So thank you. It was marvelous to see the podcasting community come together for this. And I, I, it, it was really great. And I, I hope that we can do a lot more of this sort of thing in the future. Okay, well, enough of that stuff. Let's get to it. The Broads find themselves in Waterdeep, city of splendors, staying at a small temple of Shantia 
located in the dock ward. The location of Keela's missing bagpipes has been found, and Yelary's Maypri, Kenithar, and Keela are sent to collect them. You're listening to The Broadswords. Starring Kristen Flemons as Yelaris, the half-elf wizard witch. Well, you're exuberant, aren't you? Tracy Gibbons as Keela, the high-elf bard. Is there anybody looking at me right now? Bianca Zelda as May Pri, tiefling barbarian. I mean, you've got a certain flair about you. I think I'd prefer your interpretation over the gentleman over there with the silly hat. And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Podcasts of Waterdeep. I am Victoria Rogers. I am the DM of the Broadswords, and I am going to be the DM of this episode. So why don't we start with Kristen? Hello. I am Kristen. I am a player on the Broadswords. If you want to find me online, I tweet at Kflem, and I will be playing Yelaris, who is a half-elf wizard with a little bit of witch thrown in there for good measure. Um, she is nobleborn, and uh, she is deeply fond of bubble baths. My name is Adam Carnavali. I am from the D&D is for Nerds podcast. You can find me on most social media at Retro Archetype or lurking around other places. My character today will be Roscoe Lucky High Hill, a, uh, a halfling rogue. My background is that of a kind of like a, well, for lack of a better term, a, a rogue. I'm a bit of an entertainer, but also like a, a people's person. And my character likes to collect names. My name is Bianca Zelda. I am also a fabulous member of the Broadswords. <laughs> I can be found on most social media as Bianca Zelda. I will be playing Maypri, the Tiefling Barbarian. She is an uh, outlander, uh, a far traveler, spends a lot of her free time just hanging out, going from place to place. Recently, in uh, before she met up with the broads, she was challenged by some kobolds to a lobster eating contest, and she won hands down. Hi, I'm Ross from the Dice for Brains podcast, also not another tavern. You can find me at DiceForBrains.com or at Dice for Brains on all of the various social media. I get to play Kennethar again today. He is the human sorcerer scholar. And he likes to keep a diary of interpretive smoke and shadow. So he spends a lot of time watching those things and kind of trying to glean omen and inspiration from that. And he keeps it all in a nice index diary. My name is Tracy. I'm also on the Fabulous Broadswords podcast. Uh, you can find me on the web. Well, I'm most responsive on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is TracySore. 
Um, today, I'm going to be playing the character Keela. She is an elf bard, or more specifically, a scald. Uh, she has an entertainer background, even though she's generally not the best entertainer. And uh, even though she is a bard, she does not sing, but she occasionally plays the bagpipes. Hi, I'm Chris Perkins. I work at Wizards of the Coast on Dungeons and & Dragons, and I'm on Twitter at Chris Perkins D&D. I will be playing Frond. He is a human druid, and his thing is that he's scrawny and sickly, but very connected to nature, and he always has a pouch full of beans that he feeds to birds. Smoke hangs over the city of Waterdeep. It clogs your nostrils and catches in the back of your throat. You all stand in the walled courtyard of a very small temple of Shantia in Waterdeep. The halfling high cleric coughs behind her hand. Roscoe frond, she says, dragging her gaze from the orge skyline. Meet Yelaris, Yipmepri, Kila, and Kenethar. They have recently arrived from Rashomon and are friends of the temple. They will need your help in navigating the city to recover an artifact we have placed under guard by an ally. <coughs> a, a, a pleasure. I'll extend my hand. It's a pleasure to meet you all, and then I'm going to give a very dramatic and flourishing bow. I'm, I have my back to everybody, and I'm just kind of, ex you know, taking a look at all the sights, and I'm going to give you a half wave from behind. Hi, hi, yeah, it's nice to meet you. Studying all my new friends, I am learning how to better interact with other people, so I am going to mimic all three of those gestures, as I assume those are the standard customary motions. So, hi, I'm Kenneth R., and then I will go through all three really quickly. It's not usually so smoky in the city, so sorry about that. <coughs> yes, it's most unpleasant. Not uh, not the best look for Waterdeep. Usually the air coming off the ocean is a little bit more, um, I don't know, non-smoky. Yeah, you definitely heard a very loud explosion from a distant area of the city from where you currently are earlier. Explosions don't often happen here either, so that's that's odd. And... Sorry, in advance. Looks like the city's gone to the hills since I've left. I don't know. I'm not a city boy. I live in on a farm most of the time. I'm just here visiting the temple. And yeah, this, this city can be scary. Better watch your step. It's quite a lovely town. I haven't been here for a while, but so much culture, so much class. I'm saying all this through a handkerchief I'm breathing through. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Culture and class, culture and class. That's exactly what I think when I think Waterdeep. You think Waterdeep, you think culture, you think class. Class, I assume, refers to the smoke that we're breathing in I right now, I feel like now, less... Yeah? <laughs> uh, seems yeah. appropriate. Not my intention, no. No, maybe. No? No. no. <laughs> anyway, as I just pre as just already previously been stated, my name is Roscoe... High Hill. My friends call me Lucky. Feel free to call me Lucky, because I feel free to call you my friends. Well, you're exuberant, aren't you? Nothing like a cheerful halfling, or at least that's yelled at me in the city streets, eh? 
As representatives of the Temple of Chantia, I want to welcome you and say that we are at your disposal. Can we go to the explosions like right this instant? Like no detours, just like from here to there. Let's go see what the biggest, worst area of smoke is and let's just jump into it. Is this wise? Yep. Just by going into the proverbial fire. Yep. Aren't we? We're supposed to be looking for Keela's. Maypree, don't get distracted. Right. Right. We are here for a reason. But like we're with a halfling named Lucky. That means we're going to be lucky. That's how that works. Does it? Absolutely, yeah. He yeah, knows yeah, what he's yeah, talking yeah. about. I've always been considered other people's good luck charm. I think I'm now looking towards the high priestess, looking for some help. <laughs> like, um, and so they're supposed to be guiding us. Really? Do we have any intel? I don't really want to just dive blind into whatever we're doing. Yes, we do. Uh our ally will be at the Bobbles and such. It's a small shop in the South Ward. Just give the shopkeep this token. And Kennethar, she reaches out and puts a wooden coin into your hand. Ooh, I will cover it up and slide it safely inside my elegant robe. What, uh, are we all getting little trinkets? Uh, is that just... Is that just for a couple of us, or are some of them being shared around for the rest of the group, huh? We only need one. Oh, all right then. There is a dray waiting for you. And she motions towards the gate of that leads into the walled courtyard. Lovely. Well, thank you very much. Um, shall we? Yeah, we're going to a place called, like, Artifacts and Things. Don't worry about it, Maypree. You'll like the Dray ride. Ain't nothing better in the city. Nothing. You, when you come to the city of Waterdeep, people talk about these rides. Hey, eh? it's like a. Most people talk about the big statues. Yeah, yeah. And and other things, but no, really, it's it's the Dray rides. It's, that's that's what people really like. That's uh, there's nothing better. Nothing better. I'm already walking away. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll 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 ride on front with the driver. And, and point the way. Okay, so when you exit the gate, you see a large two-leveled wagon, essentially. It's like a double-decker bus wow. pulled by horses. Is there like a tourist guide? Can you be wearing a hat? Giving a lecture on top? Like. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. Oh, good. It's very good because I was about to take that position. I mean, you've got a certain flair about you. I think I'd prefer your interpretation over the gentleman over there with the silly hat. He'll, uh, this gentleman here, he's going to tell you about the city. He's going to tell you about places that you might want to go, but I'm going to tell you about the places you definitely <laughs> don't want to go. And which would you rather hear about? The ones I don't want to go because I want to go? <laughs> 100%, 100%, 100%. That's exactly it. And that's my motto. 100%, 100%, 100%. hear that motto anywhere else. You know why you'll never hear that motto anywhere else? Cause because that's 300%. <laughs> Quiet, you. I'm already climbing in. I go back to my journal. You all get into oh, the yes, drag? Oh, yes, I was the first one in. I'm trying to get away from... <laughs> and where are you seat- sitting? Are you going up top? Are you sitting inside? Like, Frond is sitting with the like driver. I would like to sit up top near the front so I can have the best view. After patting the horses, I'm going to go sit with you, Larry's. 
Is there a window on the inside of it? Yes, there are windows. Oh, I'm fine on the inside. I'm just going to have my head out the window the whole time. I'm going to sit down next to just anyone, and I'm going, and I am going to just not shut up. Before you leave, you do see, or anyone who is sitting either on top or outside next to the driver, you would see the high cleric. She walks over to the driver and slips a pouch to him, which he quickly pockets. Jingles on the reins, and off you go down Net Street from the docks towards the South Ward. For the most part, it's pretty uneventful. You just kind of go at a slow pace through the streets. The streets are not quite as busy as you have encountered them to be. Um, With the fire, with the explosion that has been going on, certain streets, especially main thoroughfares, have been closed off. As you go, There are a couple stops as some passengers come on. There is a gentleman, Maypri, you do note he comes in. He is dressed in black leather with a black cloak, and he has a a big floppy leather, like, tricord hat. And he sits down um, in a far corner opposite of you. There is a a woman, a young woman, with her two children, and they come on at another stop, and they go up to the roof. Kids, nothing like them, you know what I mean? So anyway, I turn back around to the person I'm talking <laughs> at. Uh, after I uh, after I was kicked out of the College of Mages, right, I became a shield brother in the Order of Splendorous Sunrises. They kicked me out as well. And then I became Hildermarch to the Order of Red Knock Towers. And they kicked me out as well, but they kicked me out from the top of the tower, so it was quite a fall down. Yeah, you know? no, that sounds like a lot of things, words, yep. Um, so you over there, that's a really cool hat you're wearing. Do you mind if I borrow it for a second? And I'm going to point to the uh, gentleman that was wearing the uh, hat in lots of leather. Okay, hold up. Were you just sticking your head out the window saying that to Roscoe and then pulling your head back in to say that to the man inside? Oh, I thought Roscoe was next to me. I thought he went to the roof. Where did you go? I just sat down next to anyone. Basically the first person, whoever's closest. Okay, so inside. So never mind. Ignore me. Because I thought it was kind of funny that you were talking to him through the window. But anyway. (laughs) Equally applicable. Although me yelling out a window at someone else, very in character. (laughs) I got you stranger on the street. Hear about my exploits. He, he, the the gentleman in the corner looks up at you. Oh, Uh, thanks. And he brings it down a little bit over his face and you see him take out a flask and take a couple pulls. Silver coin for uh, a sip of that flask? That's a lot of money for a sip of a flask. Oh, I mean, I don't have any small change right now. I don't know what's been happening with my life. I just seem to carry a reasonable amount of gold. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, breaking a gold coin into its smaller components, a hassle. Why not just pay the gold coin? At that, he he reaches out his hand and holds out his flask. I'm going to chug the whole thing, and I'll hand him that silver coin, and then I'll hand him his flask back. All right. Um, may I please have a constitution oh. saving throw? No, you may not. Okay, let's go. 
really constitutional um, math. Twelve. Okay, you're all right. I mean, you're 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 buzzing. Excellent. That that was some really strong like <laughs> strong like hooch. I handle my alcohol from this very sailor well. man. Ooh, okay. Okay, and then so as you continue to go through this city, uh, you can you start to hear more voices as you get closer and closer to the south port. Can I ask, is this in the direction of where the smoke was coming from, or is this in the other direction? This is in the other direction. Okay. So as your dre passes through and gets to the the main road... Oi, hold up! You hear from outside, and the dre comes to a slow stop. You, When you look outside, you see three traffic wardens with their blue flags standing in front of a barricade. What's the holdup? Only foot traffic from here on in, not with the dancing court. Ugh, guess we have to walk the rest of the way. Do I know what the dancing court is? You would know exactly what the dancing court is. You would know that when they start barricading it, um, it is probably means that there's going to be the moon sphere at this time of year. This time of year, um, so well, this time of month, it is the full moon. Uh, so then the moon sphere happens in the dancing court. And that is essentially this big sphere in which people can fly. And it has become a, a tradition part of a cultural thing within Waterdeep where couples dance, like this aerial choreographed orchestrated dance within the moon sphere. It's as magical as it sounds. <sighs> I'm gonna just like get to sort of like the childlike excitement look on my face breaking my usual sort of composure and like just grab Keela's hand the moon sphere, I forgot it's it's they're going to be dancing. Let's go. And I'm going to start heading down down the stairs of the, the dray. Oh, I'm, I'm following. I'm invested already, even though I have no idea what it is. Uh, I think there might be a dress code. Are you suggesting that I do not fit the dress code? <laughs> no, I'm suggesting that the burlap sack that I'm wearing might not be up to snuff. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I know exactly where we can get you a nice three-piece tailored suit. It's going to be a bit pricey, partially because I'm going to be charging a finder's fee, but I wouldn't be too stressed about that. I cast Minor Illusion on Franz Burlap Sack to make it a classy sack. Well, that works too. Oh, there we go. Wow. This is the nicest nicest clothes sack I've ever worn. (laughs) Don't even mention it. Yeah, what, what, how, how do you make it a more classy sack? (laughs) That's a good question. It's like a I pull out my I pull out my harp and hold it. <laughs> now it's more classic. Is it sort of like a golden harp, or what color is the harp? Is it like a wood harp or a golden harp? I want it to like offset nicely against the harp. It's a wood harp. Okay, so I'm gonna make it like sort of look like a blue velvet sack. Very cool. Because <laughs> it's a minor illusion. I can't do anything too crazy. Wow. But I feel like I could make it blue velvet sack. Still feels scratchy yeah. though. <laughs> You look like a million gold coins, man. Thanks. Yeah. We're not going to get in any trouble, are we? Because I'm not wearing my armor. You don't need armor for the moon sphere. It's a fair. Don't even stress about it. I'm a good luck charm. 
is dancing different here? Are you typically armored to dance? I don't... You, uh, you know, you know, you know, you're dancing with your partner, you're sidestepping, you're right-stepping, you're left-stepping, you stab the person next to you, you keep moving. Sometimes oh, it's so just like that. Oh, I'm so into that. That sounds like a really well-orchestrated and elegant dance. Thank you, Lucky, for, for informing us about this. I had no idea. That is definitely the custom. I'm, I'm like, going forward. I'm excited. I'm, I'm yeah. heading on. I'll play my harp as we're walking. I'll play my lute. We can have a little duet going. There we go. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I have an instrument. <laughs> the further you walk down the road, the more people there are. And these people are... I play the drums. <laughs> these people are dressed to the nines. Women are in their full gowns. The, the men are in tailored suits with tails and top hats and there there's everything that you could see there's a lot of laughing there is a lot of uh, revelry in the air even though the city seems to be burning behind you <laughs> i pull out my cloak of many fashions <laughs> and um i i want something like sequiny like Full of glitter and glitz and just whoo. something share. With yes, her. precisely. <laughs> <laughs> with like a fur collar. I don't have any other clothes. So I'm just gonna give my sleeves a little extra puff. You know, just pull them out to add some air and make them look puffier and dressier. I've got nothing. I might brush off some dust. <laughs> I am, as always, perfect, just the way I am. I wish I had your confidence, friend. So one thing I've noticed about water Davians is that they're not easily started, startled. They're pretty unflappable. So I don't think the fact that we kind of look like a, a poor man's circus <laughs> is really going to phase them terribly. So just, just, you know, act like you belong here, and I'm sure everybody will be totally cool with it. Thank you, friend. I, good advice. I do belong here. Okay, I know who I'm imitating now. I am doing everything you're doing. <laughs> I highly doubt we are going to be the only blood-speckled group out there, so don't even stress about it. I could cast a fairy fire and make you all glow in a sparkly mm, color. Please. please. Oh, I want to sparkle. Yes. That would be lovely. Yeah, yeah Frond, go for it. All right. I'll, I'll illuminate them all in a sparkly blue Thank glow. Thank you. Oh. With just a oh, hint of that. so fabulous. Can we get like a slow motion walk through the street? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like now, now everybody, now everybody has advantage to hit you. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if everyone saw my glee. <laughs> oh, damn. worth it. Look fab. <laughs> yeah. So you you have your your all in a single like horizontal line walking down the street that has been barricaded off for pedestrians only and people are forced to make way as you glow and glitter down the road you do notice a shop there is a shop window and there's a great big wooden sign with scrolly gold letters bobbles and such they're owned by Mr. Bobbles and Mr. Such. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Such go. is a bit of a bit of a <laughs> jerk. I, I'll tell you that much. Let's go inside. Right. Yes, I suppose we should. Hopefully, Mr. Bubbles has forgotten that uh, 
I'm uh, not allowed in this establishment. I will attempt to hold the door open for everybody, not realizing it's a pull door, not a push door. And so I just sort of lean up against it for 10 seconds, not getting in. We're all just watching, like, attentively. Like, we trust you in this. So if this is how you open doors, we're waiting. Oh, right. I pull it open. (laughs) It's locked. It doesn't move. Oh. Uh, I don't have a key. (laughs) (laughs) Neither do I. I'm just going to go up and knock on the door. Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Silence. And you notice that in the the big paned bow window, there are curtains drawn. So I can't see through any of the windows. No. I've got my face smushed up against the window just in case. (laughs) If if we're really curious about getting inside, I happen to have a set of keys to any lock in the city. That's convenient. Uh, I want to pat my side where I keep my set of lock picking tools. All right. Didn't we need to speak to someone, though? Yeah, maybe we should uh, go watch... That might have been the quest, I forget. Maybe we should go watch the moon sphere and then come back later. I, like, gaze <laughs> longingly towards where the crowds are going. That would be that would be less illegal. <laughs> <laughs> illegal? What? Who, who said that? There is a small alleyway uh, leading to the side of the shop. There... It, the sun is still up. It's, like... You still have a little bit before it it will, you know, dip behind the the buildings. And I'm sorry if anyone hears some rumbling, but there is a thunderstorm going on here. We'll just pretend it's Did, did yeah. they just shut the lights yeah, off on? The Chris? lights switched off automatically. Already. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't move. I hate that. It's so the worst much. when you're in the bathroom. I'm a motion sensor, yeah. Like I'm just oh, peeing. I can't leave while I'm peeing. Nothing makes me feel less human, and I don't know why, than the light shutting off while I'm in the bathroom. Ugh. Yeah, so uh, I'll cast Druid tra- Craft, and after doing so, I'll tell people that it's going to be 58 degrees tonight. Uh, partly cloudy skies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chuck, and over to you in the studio. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, it looks like some thunderclouds moving in right now. I didn't need a spell to tell you that, because you can see them. You are incredibly helpful. Thank you. I was raised on a farm. How far outside of the city? Um, you could see the city from the... Do you go to school for this kind of knowledge? I mean, the notes I've been taking on the cultural specifics (laughs) of Waterdeep are getting exhaustive already. Is there like a course I can sign up for? No, Mm. I learned this from from an old guy who uh, lived under some uh, tree roots near a river not too far from where I lived. They're all forms of education, I suppose. An old guy who lived under tree roots. Was he by any chance a rabbit? Um, he kind of ate like a rabbit, but no, he was, he was a human. He was a, he was a druid, actually. He taught me how to use a sling, but I digress. <laughs> yeah, Yolaris is just like, uh-huh. <laughs> I am actually fascinated by all of this, so I'm listening very intently. The moon sphere is much more fascinating than my life, so... Would we know how much longer the moon sphere is going to be around? Is it, like, going to, like, the performance is going to end soon, and then it'll be gone? No, it hasn't started yet. Okay. It won't start until right. the sun goes down. Okay. 
Okay, so maybe we can just take a quick look around like the back door, maybe like peer in a couple windows and then go go catch go catch the opening. Work then play. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna go around the back of the alley and see if I can like knock on any more doors, see if anything's open, peer in some windows. Hello. Maybe there's a wooden maybe there's a coin slot they have to put a wooden coin in. <laughs> you see a few refuse bins and there is a a small grimy window and a a wooden door. Maypri, why don't you look in the window? I'm gonna press my face up the window. <laughs> Just kind of squish in as close as possible. I only see dirt and darkness. Can't really find anything tangible in there. I'm gonna try the door. The door pushes open at the slightest of touch. Uh-oh. Um, for my experience, People feel very safe here. They don't feel like they have to lock all their doors. It's a safe that city. That was never my experience here, but that's lovely. I just like push it open a little. Hello. The door catches on something, so you you have to push a little extra force, um, and then you feel something give way behind it and kind of clatter, and you see a storeroom that has been demolished. Things have been just ransacked. There are bits and bobs all over the place. There's broken pottery. There is even there's what you find interesting. There's there's jewelry just sitting on the ground. Would you say there are bobbles and such? Bobbles and such. All about the place apparently. And no no bodies. Well, I as hope. you round the corner, you're going in. Uh Well, I'm actually going to step back at that and be like, "Ah, uh, Looks not great. Um, I think there may have been foul play. I'm going to let someone else go first. Foul play is one of my many names. Did you do this? Oh, no. I mean, uh, I I should be able to work something out from this. Maybe, probably. gesture. Be my guest. Foul play could be a band name. (laughs) (laughs) You guys did make a good band. That walk down the street really motivated me. <laughs> it's true. So normally when normally when a crime occurs, the best thing to do is to call the city watch because then, you know, you don't get accused of the oh, crime. Okay. Typically. Um, yep. We could. We could do that. But I tend to find that the city watch are a bit corrupt. Like, they're, they're always out there trying to keep a good halfling down. No. Have I ever no. shown you my 3P money? Uh, As a little no, card game just, I like to play. Just keep your little 3P money in your, <laughs> you know. <laughs> all right, all right, hey, get, your, get your mind out of the gutter. So about this darkened corner that I was peering around. That you're peering around. You see a oh, foot. No. Ah, that's not good. Do they sell feet at Bits and Bobbles? <laughs> if not, I think we it's have a problem. Yeah, and attached to that foot is a halfling <gasps> lying on the ground in a puddle of blood and in in between his ribs is a dagger well i think that's the problem right there <laughs> yep kenneth i think you did solve that one thank you i, I think it's good we good should job. follow Franz's suggestion we need to we need to find the watch or yeah but 
But there's a murder, though. Or uh, is this possibly the person we needed to talk to? Oh, no. We don't know. We don't know if this was a murder or maybe he fell on it. Yeah, that happens. I'm with Lucky on this one. Did I see any watch on our walk? Th- it, a glorious walk down the street. Yeah, there, there are, there are uh, guards around. Some of you stay here and watch the door. I'm, I'm gonna go find the watch. Uh, who wants to come with me? Uh, I will uh, uh, count myself out of that one. All right, I will take Kennethar by the arm. All right. I'll go too. The three of you make sure nobody else comes by here. We got this. <laughs> Crime scene secured. CSI Waterdeep. Splitting the party. <laughs> Nothing could ever go wrong with that. <laughs> How long does fairy fire last? Not long. It's probably gone out. It's a minute. Okay, cool. Something tells me we left all the slightly ne'er-do-well characters alone <laughs> there. And we all left. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> it's probably going to work out best that we're not there for whatever is going to happen great. there. I, I, I'm, I am very familiar with crime scenes. I know exactly what to not do so that my evidence is not left here. So don't worry, I am not going to disturb this crime scene one little bit. I don't need another murder rap on my Leaving that dagger was just sloppy, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that dagger can't be traced back to me. All right, I'm walking around the, the side of the building as, uh, as Roscoe is giving that, <laughs> that narration. <laughs> is there anyone close by? You see them a bit further down the road, closer to the dancing court itself. Perhaps we just yell murder? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go get them. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay, we're going to cut back to Maypri, Keela, and Roscoe. So the goody-goodies have gone. What are you up to? Keela... We, we're here for bagpipes. Do you want to do a nice quick uh, look around to see if you can find them? I, I don't know if I know what bagpipes look like. It's not a musical instrument I really interact with a lot. So if you could maybe find them while Lucky and I really investigate this body, we would, you know, speed things up. Just to let you know for future reference, bagpipes are a, a bag with some pipes attached to them. If you... Oh. Just so you know. <laughs> look, you might okay. not know them by sight, but if they ever start making noise, you'll never forget them. Yes, precisely. So can I, I'd like to do a perception check around the room, see if there's, if I notice bagpipes or also any other foul business beyond the obvious robbery. Okay, you see there is an, well, everyone sees who's in here now, just kind of looking around. There is a safe on the far corner. It is open and there are contents spilled out of it. And there are still contents inside of it. There is a door- doorway that leads to what you would think would be the, the front of the shop. And there is a small, very narrow staircase um, to the left of the door that you entered that leads up probably to living quarters. Is the door to the front locked or unlocked? It's just like a an archway. Oh, okay. Um, I'll check out out front first, see if anything's been disturbed out there. If it's all all the chaos is in the back. Yeah, the the front is all smashed up, just like the back is. Um, it, it's not as thorough as the back. 
but it, it's definitely it's definitely been searched. It's definitely been ransacked. There are chairs overturned. There's a table overturned. There are papers everywhere. The counters have been the glass counters that had his more expensive jewelry have been searched through. But what you do notice is none of the expensive stuff seems to be missing. Is there a till? Yeah. A good question. And is it emptied? Is there is there money in it still or it's been emptied? Okay. No, it is a not empty. Question. There is money. Is there anybody looking <laughs> at me right now? Uh, <laughs> maybe some of your party members are looking at you. <laughs> Can I, can I slip yes, 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 a couple yes, of the coins yes, yes, into yes, my bag? Yes, 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 yes. Go right ahead. Should I do a sleight of hand check? But you're just, it's a till. It's right there. It's not going to move. I, I prefer if they don't notice me during this because I'm a little embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> of all the people to be scared of noticing, I am definitely not one of them. I rolled a 15. Yeah, sure. You grab you grab a handful of coins. Okay, great. And then after that, I'm going to turn around and head upstairs to check things out up there. Okay, you head upstairs. Meanwhile, while, while uh, she's pilfering the till, what is Roscoe and Maypre up to? I want to uh, I want to stand over the halfling body, and I want to I want to be able to t- try and determine if uh, you know just a bit about the the body, the causes of death, and such like that. I want to find out specifically if I can. Um, if this person maybe either uh, put up a fight with an assailant, or if they um, uh, fell onto the dagger. Basically, I want to determine all the different particulars of the the uh, unfortunate mm-hmm. deceased here. Find out if they were, as we in the biz call, fell on the dagger. Okay, why don't you give me a medicine check? Uh, so, I got a four on the <laughs> die. I'm going to use one of my uh, luck points to re-roll that, please. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got a two, so <laughs> I got three in total. <laughs> It, it, he was stabbed between the ribs. He was killed by um, lightning. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> sure it was beauty that killed the beast, I say to everyone in the room. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Wait a minute, did I finish telling you my story? Yeah, yeah, Roscoe, you uh-huh. did. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just you keep talking. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of crouch down, maybe wiggle the dagger a little bit, uh, see if I can investigate and determine if I recognize any particular patterns or sigils on that dagger. Okay, well, what you do see uh, before you roll, what you do see is a the hilt of the dagger is a snake, and it kind of has like its crossbars which are outstretched wings so if you'd like to write the stone okay hold on this is gonna be a little difficult because you've never been to water deep and you're not from this area what skill do you want to use for this so we'll do investigation 13 well, with with investigation, you you do see that you you see that it is a snake with the outstretched wings. Um, it is finely made, um, and it's 
the the blade of what you can see it when you kind of wiggle it very sharp very thin this is something that is used for quick and subtle killing it's deadly okay lucky roscoe you see you you see this dagger i mean i've seen a lot of killings and i've seen a lot of different blades and this one's got only one purpose, and it's just to stab people. Have you ever kind of seen this kind of stabby knife in your, you know, in your night walks or whatever it is you do? As I inspect the dagger, the first thing I want to say is, well, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, but most daggers have the express purpose of killing people. Uh, but then I want to give the dagger a look over. Okay. I want to, like, checking to see, or maybe casting my mind about, trying to think if this looks familiar to me in any way, or if I've heard of anything like this. Mm-hmm. What kind of role do you want to use for that? Mm. Uh, look, ultimately, I'd prefer a stealth check, but uh, in a pinch, <laughs> I might take also an investigation or... Um, poor, I can't even think of anything. Just straight-up intelligence? History? Oh, yeah, history. Look, it's all plus zero. I'm not a clever man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. Uh, Okay, so three on the roll. I'm going to use another one of those uh, re-rolls, please. I'm just going to use a different die for this. Yeah, good call. All right, so three again. So three in total, thanks. It's some weird worm thing. Uh, it's, you know, there there are dragon cults out there. Uh, look, um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what this little beastie is here. I say, pointing to the snake. Could be a worm. Could be a dragon. We're not sure. Could be a dragon cult. Okay, um, yeah, no, I learned a lot from that. Thank you. Uh, I'm just going to take this knife and I'm going to slowly, like, pull it out of the body. With sound effects. <laughs> as as we're walking, Eularius gets this, like, spidey sense of, like, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have left them alone. I'm going to take all the samples of everyone's fingerprints I have and I'm just going to muddle them all about the crime scene. <laughs> Got to get it all nice and nice and mixed together. Get some DNA evidence I found. Yeah. Sprinkle that as well. You just you sprinkle. Yeah, okay, that's perfectly normal. Okay. With the dagger, I'm just going to go ahead and pocket it. Um, not discreetly. We are going to cut to our, our goody-goodies uh, <laughs> looking for, for the watch. Please hurry. I'm just going to... Oh, oh, I now have message, actually. So I am going to... What's the, what's the range on message? One second. I think it's like 60 feet. Oh. Double check because I'm not sure, okay. but I don't think it's very long. Well, 120 I, feet. 120 feet. Okay. I am going to um, just like sort of like have a bad feeling and just uh, sort of cast a message and go, Keela, may pray don't touch anything and keep going. Um, <laughs> is that is that guard nearby? <laughs> 
he he he's past the hundred and twenty okay, feet mark. Uh, he he's he's more like three four hundred feet away, um, near a lamp post, and you do see some of the lamp lighters starting to come out and and light lamps, um, out in the streets in preparation for the oncoming, uh, setting of the sun. I really don't want to miss this. Excuse me. Excuse me. There's there's been a crime. We need your attention. Oh, um, yes. And he turns we around. We were looks. heading to uh, connect with a business contact and their shop was closed. We looked in the back door and someone has broken in and murdered them. Or someone. I'm not sure if it's the person, but uh, your attentions are required. Murder. Murder. Very dead. <laughs> there was a dagger in blood. its side for sure. I saw it. You'll probably want to examine that dagger closely. The dagger is the probably the murder weapon if I had to guess. There was pools of blood everywhere and it was a tiny little person. I thought it was just a foot at first. And his eyes go wide a bit and he motions to a fellow guard who is not too far. She sees the motion and she comes over. So what for then? Uh, uh, there's been a murder? Come, let us show you. And they they follow you this was such a good idea yes <laughs> they're gonna come back to us weekend at Bernie's with the body <laughs> how long have we been gone for like a minute and a half you can do a lot in a minute and a half when you're sneaking around quickly they can and let's not pretend like we didn't get caught yeah. up in the lamp lighting I mean you know if we're <laughs> I'm no investigator, but it looks like a robbery gone awry. So you bring them to the back? Yes. Mm-hmm. And as they're bring, you're, you're bringing them to the back, they say, and so why did you come to the back? Because the front door was locked, which seemed strange. They were supposed to meet us, and they didn't answer, so we figured we would knock on the back We door. had a meeting. What kind of meeting? They, have a, they had a, a, a lost possession of ours, apparently. The, the, the temple sent us. It's all very above board. Shantea, come now. I'll eat a bean while they're having this conversation. Just make crunch, little crunching noises. <laughs> hmm. And they step foot into the, the back door of the bubbles and such. Also, three of our friends are inside waiting, uh, just so you know. <laughs> Guarding the crime scene. You say that as the the one, the, the male guard, he looks in and sees Maypri and Roscoe bent over closely at the body. Uh, Maypri has pocketed a bloody knife, so she, she does have some blood on her. Maypri, what are you um, doing? Oh, Hi. Um, why are you touching the body? Evidence. That's why, right? That's how that works. Did you take anything? Roscoe, did I take anything? No, she insight did check. not. <laughs> oh, you want an insight check? Go ahead. Okay, so Yularis is trying to read you. Um, yeah, do it. Do an insight. That is a 19 plus, uh, <laughs> plus three, so 21. 
22. Yeah, you you know. Give it back. <sighs> Fine. And it's still bloody, and I'm going to pull it out of my pocket, where it was just, like, staining my pocket and hand it over. Here you go. I thought we could solve mysteries by, like, bringing it to other baubles and such and see if they have anything that they could identify it with. I was really trying to do a good thing. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't you put it back where you found it? Do you, do you want me to? In the body? <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, the one guard says and, and takes the dagger. He looks at it and his brows shoot upwards and he looks at his compatriot. She looks at it and then looks at the rest of you. Because Keela, you are upstairs. Um, looks at the rest of you yep. and says, what was it that you were supposed to come and get? A musical instrument of some sort. Why? It was stolen from a friend of ours. Where is Keela, by the way? Oh, um, she went to go see if there was anybody else in the front of hell. I think, no, no, no. She was looking for... <sighs> I don't think she was ever here. I'm just going to stare daggers at Roscoe and then holler Keela's name. Keela! Yes? What? Yeah. Get down here! Now, I'm just going to... I'm imagining that it's one of those open staircases where it kind of has a hole in the floor so that I can stick my head downwards, upside down, to look at you, Larry's. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I'm investigating. We have the city watch here. Oh, hello, and then I wave at them. Hello, please come down. They want to know what we're looking for. Oh, uh, bagpipes. Bagpipes. Yep, you know, bagpipes, instruments, wind instruments, the most <clears throat> beautiful sounding instrument in all of Faerun, bagpipes. They call them soul rippers in Silvermoon. I like that. I don't get it, but I like it. Soul rippers. I like, I'm going to hold on to that. The one guard starts to walk to the front of the store while the the woman guard stays here um, and, and continues to hold the dagger, staring and frowning at the group of you. Why would the Zentarum come here? The who? The Zentarum. I don't know who they are. Shouldn't you tell us? You're in the shiny armor. Are they bad? Hmm. They don't necessarily make my job easy. She kind of frowns at you even more, if if that's even possible. Like she she just looks like one wow. giant unifurrow. Super frown. How do you do that to your face? <laughs> <laughs> And she she then moves forward and looks at the safe. Frowns even again, and then looks down at the body, looks at the group of you. Maybe this entire are trying to corner the market on bagpipes. <laughs> or not. Do you usually kill for those? Usually kill because of them, but not for them. <laughs> <laughs> and she she looks over to the doorway and sticks her head and says, Was anything taken? His life. Aww. 
and you hear from inside the room, no, doesn't look like it. And she looks back at the group of you. Did you find the bagpipes? Yeah, Keela, did you find them? I don't know. Did I find anything upstairs? Well, you because you had gone into the main room, looked around, pilfered the till, and then moved upwards. That was kind of the minute and a half. What you did see up there, um, there was a doorway that led to another room. The door was shut, and there seemed to be like a kitchen that you were that you that the staircase opened up in uh there was a fireplace to the left and there was a kitchen table and there were herbs you know dried herbs hanging from the ceiling it was all very homey looked like like someone's someone's home if i wasn't so rudely interrupted i could have finished my investigation up here but so far nothing yet Waterdeep city watch are the best they can solve any crime you're awfully optimistic, my friend. That's neither hide nor hair. I, I just wouldn't... Don't antagonize them. You don't need that rap. Okay, well, thank you very much for reporting this. Where where are you staying? We're just going dancing for a bit. But no, if, if we were to find you again, where are you we staying? At the Temple of Chantia. And they, they take your names. They... they I guess they write them down. They have portable <laughs> inkwells and pens and they, they write them in their little notebooks and they, they unceremoniously push you out of the shop. Frond, F-R-O-N-D. No, there's no W. My name is also Frond. Two Fronds. Eh. Right. <laughs> His name is Roscoe. He's lying. I thought it was Lucky. Yulari's <laughs> Roaring Horn. And I'm going to look <laughs> like they should know that name. The one does look at you. Um, roaring Horn. Roaring Horn. I didn't know they were in residence this season. I'm, uh, I'm visiting on my own. Hmm. And you see him write something down in his his notebook. That could be bad, but I it did sounded it. fancy. It did, and that's what I cared about. All right. Well, thank you very much. Please, uh, we don't need you muddling the crime scene anymore. If you don't mind, though, if you give me just a minute, I should have thought of this before, but I could possibly try to speak to the spirit of our deceased compatriot here. Perhaps they know something. They they look at each other and then look at you. And how would you do that? Well, you focus, you sit, you peer into the ethereal plane. If there are spirits present, sometimes they communicate back with you. Persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> oh. Um, 12. That's it. 11. Oh, 11. It was 11. It was 7 <laughs> plus 4. I'm bad at math today. Well, it, the DC was 12. So. Okay. <laughs> it's not 12. They... They they shake their head and they say, no, we, we have our own in our ranks who, who are able to do this sort of thing. Thank you. We appreciate it. The Roaring Horns are respected within the community. 
but but we we will follow our our own policy and procedure. Can I can I back her up? Can I be like, oh, go on. It could be time sensitive. Go ahead. Roll. You've had terrible rolls. I have no confidence in you. I got a one, <laughs> but <laughs> but you're a halfling. I'm a halfling. I got a twenty. Oh. So. <laughs> Oh, snap! Either end of the spectrum. I got uh, a total of 25 to persuade. Well, I mean, it is time-sensitive. With, with, with the moon sphere coming and everything. All right. Be quick about it. No problem. Um, I'm going to find a spot on the ground to kneel that's not got any blood and stuff. And I shall concentrate for... A minute on the quickening and appear into the ethereal plane. So to everyone else, what does what does that look like? I, it just sort of looks like I'm meditating. I sort of sit down, put my, my hands on my lap, sort of stare, and my eyes kind of go glassy. When you, your eyes go glassy and everyone just sees her standing very still, you see... There are a lot of spirits here. And there are a lot of spirits who are clamoring for your attention. There are a lot of people that are living in Waterdeep. A lot of people have passed away while in Waterdeep. You see an elderly man uh, peering at you through the window. You see a, a young girl just just sitting there hanging out. You you see an elderly lady. You see a, a middle-aged man, he very, very portly, and he's he's bellowing angrily. You you see strange old amorphous spirits who who have lost their identity through the centuries. And you see in front of you a small blobish shimmering shape and it's still still attached to the body in front of you um i'm gonna try to do my best to sort of block the other ones out and uh hello i we're here to help you if we can i think we were supposed to meet um, I'm Yularis, and if we can, we'd like to catch who did this to you. Do you remember what happened? Yes. I'm sure. What's your name? Lauriel. I don't know where L'Oreal is. Is L'Oreal your name, or is L'Oreal someone else? Yes. I know, but if if there's anything that you can tell us to help us, hopefully we can we can help you. Can I do a persuasion check or something on? If you'd like. Our spirit friend. Yeah. 
Um, I have advantage when I'm doing persuasion in the quickening to spirits. Is anything happening? No one else sees anything. You just see Yaleri's. You kind of get used to this. Um, we just wait. Do you wanna? Do you wanna share some of your beans while we kind of stare at her? Oh, oh, yeah, sure. Here, try these. Thank these you. Are, what kind of beans are, are, are they? Ones. Um, they are like kidney. We call them. We call them fey beans. Oh, hmm. A little crunchy, but I like it. I got a 20, so 16 plus 4, not a natural 20. Did they take anything? They gave it to me to keep you safe. And these are called you beans, and these are called donkey donk beans. Tasty, thank you. <laughs> the bagpipes. You mean the temple gave you the bagpipes? Yes. yes. And did they take them? Yes. yes. I'm sorry. The birds go crazy for the U-beans. I am fascinated. By the U-beans? By everything he's saying. I'm listening very intently. <laughs> the quietest we've had Roscoe this whole time. <laughs> it hurts. Is there anything I can do for you? Do you want to tell a family member something or L'Oreal I will try to find L'Oreal do I know of anything that I could do to like help this spirit move on or I don't know do you I don't know can I roll mm, I don't think you've quite learned gone that far in your your training at this point Unless you can think of something inventive. Um, I, I'm just going to try and, and basically persuade the spirit. Be like, it's okay now. You should, you should leave. It doesn't hurt anymore. And you just hear a big sigh. And... You see a, a, a dissipation of light. Um, I'm going to sort of stand up and sort of shake my head to, to clear it and, and look at the guards uh, and look at Keela and be like, whoever was here took the bagpipes and I think they killed this person for the bagpipes. Is there something about your bagpipes that would lead someone to do this i i don't think so i mean rula told me they were his family bagpipes but i mean he never told me too much about his family he seemed like he wasn't exactly proud of them but so these antarum whoever they are they wanted you to know that they killed him and took your bagpipes otherwise they wouldn't have left the dagger so they must, you must know, or they must think you know where they are or how to find them. Oh, Rula, what have you left me with? Well, I have no qualms with that. Sure, I want my bagpipes, but I also want vengeance for this poor halfling. 
Just a shopkeeper trying to make a living. How could they do this? Hey, 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 one of the guards says. We don't need vengeance in the streets here. Uh, I'll just put my hand on, on Keela's shoulder and turn to them. Be like, all that they said was that um, they were dressed in black. And they kept mentioning the name L'Oreal. I don't know if that means anything to you. I don't know if that's a family member of this person or... But if I if I may, um, sorry to butt yes. in here for a sec. They were dressed in all black. Did they have a funny tricorder hat by any chance? I know that might seem a little strange, but quick question. You did not get the chance to ask. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> Are the guards familiar with what the Zentarum look like? Guards, tell me. <laughs> they look like anyone. And this is their symbol. Hmm. And they hold up the hilt. But bagpipes. And they they look at each other a little bit. And then they look at the rest of you. Say, okay. Well, we know where we can find you. Um, just don't leave Waterdeep. If you hear of anything, please keep us informed. We will. And we will, we will speak with you again. We will have more questions. Thank you. What were your names? Sorry, I didn't catch them. Oh, well, I'm I'm Sergeant Maribel, and this is Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will shake both of their hands and uh, it is a a pleasure to make your acquaintance even under these uh rather unpleasant circumstances. Yes, and and thank you for alerting us to to this foul deed. Of course. Yeah. I'll bow and nod and back my way out. Crunch on some beans as I walk out. Not 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 knowing at all how to behave in the Aww. presence of the city watch. I imitate from. <laughs> I took notes at the beginning, so I shake their hand, bow deeply, and then I turn around away from behind and head. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and off you go. Off we go. Is there still can we still catch the moon? Oh, yes. The the sun is starting to dip behind some of the taller buildings, but it is it's still in the sky. And the thunderclouds are they still bearing? They down? they are they have dissipated a little bit, um, and the rain it seems to be holding off. Well, we have to see the moon sphere. Come, like, sure. I, I know that this is a bad turn of events especially for you, Keela, but I'm sure this will cheer you up just a little bit. Well, we'd have to just wait for the guards to do the investigation and guard things, right? Yeah. There's nothing well else to sights. do, really. Are you sure maybe we should look for this this L'Oreal? I just... We should, absolutely should. After we see I mean, everyone's going to be there, right? That's how that goes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are even more people now in the streets than there were when you originally uh, went into the shop. It is 
crowded. There are hundreds of people. And you can see further down the street, it opens up into the courtyard. And there are couples already claiming their spot, waiting for that moment. You can see further past that, on the other side of the courtyard, there is a tall festival hall. And there are balconies. And there are people just like hanging off the balconies, waiting. They're cheering. There's lots of laughing. Maybe we could learn something. <laughs> I'm like pulling Keela by the hand the whole time. Something about partying. I'm I'm following you, Larry's, but I'm just so deep in thought. I'm having a hard time getting invested into this thing that excited me so much right before we went into the shop. Frond, have, have you seen the Moon Sphere before? Uh, no, in fact. Um, I don't actually get to the city that often, but I was just visiting the temple because, well, I, I like nature. But I don't, I'm actually a terrible city guy. <laughs> You've led us to the only murder we've seen in town so far. You're yeah, doing great. Yeah, so good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Roscoe, someone, as you're just walking and you're chatting, as you approach the, the courtyard, you are bumped into. Uh, uh, steady on there, mate. Steady on. We're no need for any trouble here, but uh, you best be watching <laughs> where you're going from now on. Sorry. And you see a familiar tricorder hat move off into the crowd I wanna uh, who would I be standing ne- nearest to oh I, I never finished telling the story I uh, I probably interrupt that story then I wanna nudge um, I wanna nudge and be like uh, hey um, you know how so you know how I was asking that weird question before ladies and gents so um, the person over there is wearing all black, and it could just be a coincidence. It could just be a coincidence. I have certainly... Kila's already gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> See you later. I follow behind. What? What about that person? <laughs> try, and, try and grab onto us. Oh, they're wearing what? all black. Uh, look, if we're going to just be around here, we might as well be asking questions. Let's ask people in all black questions. Hey, try quarter. I want to yell out. <laughs> uh, and they speed shrink up back. as a excited couple who are practicing their their moves uh, spin around in front of you and block your view. I'm just going to call after Roscoe, but all black is very in this season. <laughs> Do you need to make a friend? Uh... Yeah, let's all make some friends. Come on, come on. Well, I can only cast magic on one of you, so who wants to make the friend right now? (laughs) Uh, can you cast it on Keela, who's gone? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, trailing after the guy. I'm doing a a speed walk shuffle. I will get some Expedia's retreat going on. I believe I can get to... Do I need to touch you for that? Oh, gosh. Let's find oh, out. Oh, look at you with that book. Do, 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 do. It is... I don't even have to look it up. <laughs> it is nice. <laughs> hey, it, it, it targets self. Oh, it's only self. Yeah. Ah, boo. Sorry, I lied. 
Mm-hmm. Nice thought. Although I, I'm like, this is too, this is too big a coincidence. I know, and I like making new friends, and I'm getting better at it. I'll cast it on myself. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna start making my way as well, and using my, I think it is features and traits. Uh, my halfling, uh, halfling nimbleness. I'm just gonna move through people without worrying too much about them. Okay. How far away is this figure? Uh, well, this figure has now about in the middle of the courtyard, and that is about hundred feet away. Oh wow! It, it, well, it's a very big courtyard. Making good time. All right. I'm just gonna sigh as they all like start moving away from me. Just like, but the I'll stay with you, Eularies. I mean, and he's got a really right cool back. hat. We're just bringing a yeah, friend. Yeah, and everybody will be back. Uh, let's go. Kennethar, you just cast Expeditious Retreat on yourself. Okay, so so how are you using that right now? Well, so I move quite a bit more nimbly than I'm used to, but I'm assuming there's lots of people in the way. So I yes. think optimal, I'm going to go up on the shoulder and then go from head to head as quickly as I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I think that's going to be an added acrobatics check. You take the high road, I'll take the low road. <laughs> oh, I did pretty well. I got a 17 total. Okay, so you you hop from shoulder and shoulder and head to head. There is a lot of upset people. Excuse me, um, sorry. You are not Hello, I'm Kenathar. Nice to meet you. Hello, hello. <laughs> and you're all, except for Yolaris and Maypri, ever, or... Frond, what are you doing? I'm following them. Okay. So it, and I will slowly follow them so as well. So you're all following into the courtyard. Well, as you go into the courtyard, the sun dips below and the moon is up. And you all begin to float into the air. There is a big big cheer from the entire crowd around crowd around you and there is laughter and now you can see from the balcony of the festival hall some people are now starting to jump from the balcony and into the courtyard to then float and start flying and doing acrobatics now for this what i'm going to say is everyone who has a dexterity ability of 15 or below. Ooh, safe. Could you please give me a dexterity saving throw? Uh, 14. I got a natural 20. <laughs> I got a dirty 19. Okay. <laughs> Told you I was good luck. Okay, so you're fine. You, you, Yolaris, with grace, you've Perhaps you've done this before. Have you done this before? Uh, I think maybe I once. Okay. Sort of snuck through. To... So you all are actually quite well. You you go up and you, there are no mishaps as you are now floating 
and flying if you so choose in this courtyard. There are some disgruntled people, particularly as Kenathar is now hopping on people, but as he's hopping on people, he's kind of leaping and flying a bit further in the air and he's bumping into people and really interrupting this very well orchestrated dance that people don't like being interrupted in. How far away is Tricorn once the... Uh... Once you're coming in? Um, well, now that everyone's up in the air, Tricorn, he's further, he's higher up in the air. And he's probably about 50, 50 feet diagonally in a diagonal upward motion. Can I get to... I, I can get to that then. I think. Pardon? Could I get to them then in, in this bit of time? How fast does Expedition... It doubles, correct? It lets you take the dash uh, action yeah, yeah, as yeah, a yeah, bonus yeah, yeah. action, so you can use your you can use your movement again. Can yeah. I can I use my cunning action to also use dash twice? Cunning oh, action. Like, oh, so oh, as like your, your bonus action. retreat to dash, and then also you can only take one bonus action a turn. Oh, I so I get um as a rogue I get cunning action, so as a bonus action I can also use dash. So yeah. yes. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So cool. you can dash twice. I I do so. Okay, so so you both then, Kennethar and Roscoe, you go you you are at this person. What do you do? I put my right hand on his waist and then my left hand on his chest area and I'm not used to leading when I dance at all, so we're gonna <laughs> dance and have a little conversation. Hello, I'm Kennethar. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, he says, and his, his breath smells highly of booze. Ooh. Oh, wait, excuse me. I shake his hand, bow, and then turn and wave from behind me. I just want to be hovering nearby. Maybe I grab someone else who is, uh, who is without a partner nearby, and I just want to be as close as I can be, but as surreptitious as I can be as well. You, you, you grab a young girl, and she's like, oh! And then she starts giggling. Oh, hello. Have you done this before? It's my first time. I've only been during the day. Uh, it's my first time on this side of the, the jail cell. So this is a bit new for both of us. Molly, where are you? And you see um, an older woman come dancing towards you. And she looks at the two of you and she grabs her daughter's arm. Yalaris. May I have a perception check from anyone who is not currently engaged with someone? It's a 13. 17. Okay, 17. 10. 10. You Larry's a May Pre? 13. I got an 8. Okay, so anyone with 15 or higher, um, so I guess that's Frond, you notice there is a, there is a woman, and she is in black, and she is dancing in a very strange way. Um, she seems to have um, a large bag. Is she moon sphere walking? <laughs> <laughs> she's creeping backwards. Um, yes. Yeah, she's, and you see her, she's dressed in black. She has a, you see a silver flash at her, her belt. And she is dancing towards the festival hall. She doesn't seem to be dancing in, 
in line with everyone else. Like this is very much a cultural dance in that there are rules to this dance mm. and she doesn't seem to be following them. How far away from me is she? She's about 75 feet. Oh. There are some dancers between you and between the twirls of the dancers, you can see flashes of her as she weaves okay. her way between them. I'll do nothing but try to close the distance between us. Okay. Kennethar. He rolls a 15 to break away from you <laughs> for strength. Because um, essentially I'm going to treat you, um, grasp him as kind of like a grappling move. Uh, so so why don't you give me a, um, a strength? Um... <laughs> Okay. I, I think if I felt him yanking away, I probably wouldn't resist it. But okay, I did you, roll if you would, don't resist, no, but then he breaks away. I don't think away. I would if he's... Yeah, he, he, he backs away. Oh, I'm and... sorry. I thought this was a dance. He <laughs> 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 said, I just wanted a drink. I didn't get across in time. Well, you're here now. He starts going towards the festival hall as well. So have you been to a bubble shop lately? And I'll swim after him. <laughs> I want to I want to part dance follow as well. <laughs> dance follow? How what does your dance look like? Um, poor, without a partner, I just want to act like I do have a partner, like I'm holding air. And I want to slowly wave, uh, wind my way after them. Okay. I'm going to make my way over to Frond and catch his open arms and begin dancing with him. Okay. Oh, hey. I was following a girl with in black. Did oh, my God. I meant to say Roscoe. <laughs> 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 That's okay. You're now with Frond. It is done. Following okay. a woman in black. Roll with it. I, I somehow made my way all the way over to Frond very quickly, and we started dancing. That's okay. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you about the woman that I saw, however, um, while, we're, while we're dancing around. She was dressed all in black, and she was headed that way, but she was, it was hard to see her sometimes because other people were crossing in her path. She sounds suspicious. I thought I think so. we should find her. Okay, so you start dancing towards them. Hilarious, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, I think with that low perception role, I am just sort of mortified at the whole thing. And I am trying to like move as like appropriately and sort of uh, subtly as I can, not interrupting the dance and just trying to like keep a grip on where everybody is and moving in the same direction as them. I did not notice the woman in black, so <laughs> I will not pretend to follow her. But. Okay, so who are you following? I'm just trying to keep an eye on, like, Hila and, and Frond and Roscoe, like, and Kennethar, and just, like, trying to keep them all in my line of okay. sight. So not actively following, just trying to figure out what everybody is doing. Mabri I'm Mabri following Mabri what Yularis is doing. I haven't quite kind of pinpointing what her, what her goals are. Like, I haven't really noticed that she's been trying to track Keela and Frond and Roscoe and Kennethar. Um, I'm, I'm just following her 
not really gracefully. I'm not incredibly comfortable with this whole floating concept. Uh, there's a lot of flailing arms, flailing tails, a little bit of somersaulting, a lot of uncomfortable movements. So you're interrupting a lot am, of dancers. I'm that one person nobody you wants. You get yelled at yep. a lot. Rude. I'm trying to stay like away from Mapri. <laughs> I'm not so much chasing someone as like trying to get away from Mapri, I think. Okay, you, Frond, and Keila, you see uh, that a flash of that woman again. And she is getting to the edge of the courtyard. You are we see... any closer to her than we were before? She's yes. getting farther away from us. No, you, you definitely are getting closer. Um, like 60 feet-ish? Uh, well, you know what? Why don't you give me an acrobatics check? Oh, dear. Okay. Both of us? Yes. Oh, my well, you, you're you dancing fire. together. Who's leading? Uh, let's see. Probably not me. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll lead. Okay, you lead. And I rolled a 17 in acrobatics. I rolled so. a 17 as well. Okay, well, you both... Quite, you do make up some time. You're able to dance quite well in this floating, flying manner towards her, and you're able to weave your way through these these dancing couples. Unlike Maypri, who's just smacking people and kicking people in the head, and you you do start to make ground on this person. Let's see by how much. Okay, well, they rolled an 11. So you do start to gain ground. You are now about mm, about 20 feet away from this person. Oh, wow. Even closer than that. I thorn whipper. What? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> you suddenly became I, I, very interesting. Front. Oh, damn. I suddenly became very dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is night time. So, yeah, I cast the Thorn Whip spell, which has a range of 30 feet, and I try to mm -hmm. snare her and pull her in. Okay. And is that a saving throw? It is an attack roll. It's an attack roll. A melee spell attack. Uh, this will actually damage her a little, but that's just, you know. <laughs> what can you do? Uh, I rolled a 14 on the attack roll. What does it look like when the whip grasps her? What are you aiming for? Uh, her waist. I'm trying to coil the, the thorny whip around her waist and just snap her toward me. Okay, you do get it around her waist, maybe not quite as tightly as you ex try to, but when you do pull backwards, um, it does tighten and she she comes floating towards you. And uh, the whip also does four points of damage to her, which I can't really do anything about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As blood begins to form <laughs> on her clothes. Float in the uh, sky. Yes. And uh, she's pulled 10 feet closer to me. Um, and then the whip dissipates, I guess. Let me just check to make sure it doesn't stick around because it is a spell. A thorn whip. The vine-like whip uh, disappears after pulling her 10 feet toward me. Okay. So she doesn't quite make it entirely towards you, but right. she's now halfway. Yes. She's closer. It dissipates. She, You see her head down, go down to look down at her middle, where I guess some thorny barbs have, have penetrated her, her leather armor. And she looks behind her shoulder at 
the two of you grimaces and starts trying to just fly as fast as she can uh, toward out of the the moon sphere. I'm going to cast Charm Person on her. Okay, so that is a saving throw. What is the spell save, DC? 15. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that is... That is a seven. So she, so you charm, you charm her. What, what are you trying to do? Ma'am, we'd just like to have a few words with you. Could you come over here? Oh, well, um, well, I suppose. I apologize for my friend's rudeness, by the way. Yes, well, I will have to see the dry cleaner about this. If it makes you feel any better, Frond, I preferred your plan. <laughs> uh, ma'am, I just, I just need to know if you might have seen a, uh, a set of bagpipes around town today. Bagpipes. Um, and you, you see her shift a, the large bag that she has. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um bagpipes yeah because charm person doesn't make them completely tell the truth right it's it's not zone of truth yeah, <laughs> yeah. They she's just she's just more disposed, friendly yeah, yeah, yeah exactly um yeah yeah you regard me as a friendly acquaintance yeah um no no bagpipes i i I understand it's it's a bit of an unusual request, but I assure you that I just want to know for my own person. I'm not looking to uh, turn anybody in if they've gotten in any trouble over these bagpipes. It's just, you see, they're actually mine. So are you quite certain? Oh, yeah, I'm very certain. Um, Or, or actually, no, scrap that. Give me a persuasion check. And I guess... I'm going to give you advantage because she's charmed. Um, what I have seen, Thorn, uh, I, the Thorn Whip. Um, yeah, well, you were watching them happen. all actively. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be moving towards them as I see this interaction unfolding. I rolled a twenty-seven. Oh, oh dang! Well, as you ask that question, there is a couple dancing by, and they not expecting people to be just floating still in the dancing court. They knock against the bag that she has, Wah. and you hear, <laughs> you hear. They're somehow still in yes. <laughs> a thousand screaming souls. It is as if some yes. ancient evil is within the back. Piece of my soul just died hearing it. <laughs> and a piece of my soul just came alive because I recognized the sound immediately. I'm going to dive for her bag. As will I. Decorum be damned. Like breaststroke it <laughs> up. Yep. yep. We, we grab her bag. I push off a frond a little bit with my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I fly backwards because I'm I'm weak. At at that, I think this is going to be kind of an aggression. um, And I'm pretty sure this is going to dispel charm at this point. Um, So she 
She yes. reacts very quickly when you grab that bag from her, and there is a dagger in her hand, and that is roll for initiative. Wee. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Grabby hands oh, always yes. dispels. Yeah. So, uh, 18. Six. 16. 17. I got 14. Frond? Frond got four. <laughs> Just floating back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got kicked by Keela. Yes, finally a good initiative roll. All right, Yularys, you have just seen this woman being brought back by this thorn whip. You see the two, uh, you see Keela and Frond talking to this woman. You hear a big, loud, <laughs> and now this woman has a knife. <laughs> I'm casting hold person on her. Ooh. I see her pull out that knife and I'm like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. So what am I rolling against? You get to roll a wisdom saving throw. DC is 14. Huh, 18. Dang. Ugh. Much frustration. There is just so much chaos around you with all of these dancers. You actually, you cast hold <laughs> on a... a rather rotund man with a big hat with lots of plumed feathers coming out of out of his hat um and the the lady that he was dancing with she was about to do this this very vigorous pirouette um but because he just suddenly stopped she goes twirling off into the air <laughs> oops uh get a curse to myself under my breath um and i will um continue to sort of air swim towards them a bit. Uh, how far was I at that point? Well, why don't you tell me, since you were just kind of watching? I was probably like 60 feet away, I imagine. So I'm going to go a little bit closer, like about 30 feet-ish. Okay, well, that that, that would be your movement that's anyway. Just, yeah, that is my movement. So I will take my full movement, um, and then I will just curse. <laughs> Roscoe. Have I noticed, because uh, I'm a bit further away from this, have I noticed what's happening back there? Yeah, I would say you have. Um, I, in fact, I think quite a few people will have noticed this. I mean, the, the bagpipes were very loud. Um, and while there is like, you know, a string quartet and there, there are musicians off to the side, um, the, the bagpipes were definitely a, a loud interruption. All right. I don't like taking my eyes off this guy, but if I hear the bagpipes and I know it's a more sure thing, I'm going to maybe spin around, kick off that guy, and I'm going to use my cunning action again <laughs> to move, uh, what is it, 50, 75 feet, I think, which is as far as I can, double dashing towards them. I move, yeah, I move 75 feet. So yeah, 75 feet. So off you go. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll say you, you are now with your with your party. Hello, hello, hello. Keela. Okay, first I'm going to use a warlike chant and turn to Maypri and chant her name over and over again to give her some bardic inspiration. Ooh, thank you. And then I'm going to use vicious mockery on the woman. So I'm going to insult the heck out of her. <laughs> I can, I'm going to call her a lying, thieving snake and some less polite words. This is all going to be in the broadsheets tomorrow. 
You must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. I rolled a three. Oh, boy. Ooh, you cut her to the bone. She she looks at you. Her eyes go slightly wide as, as you wound her with your words. And she realizes that, yeah, she is a lying snake. <laughs> oh. And she questions, she questions her choices in life that have brought her to this moment. Her introspection hurts her so much, she takes one point of psychic damage. Oh. <laughs> And uh, she gets disadvantage on the next attack roll. Okay. We feel bad, but potential murderer. So let's all keep that in mind. (laughs) Yeah. Maypree? I feel like I might be far away from all of this that's happening. I mean... The the clouds start to roll in and you, you hear a rumble... I kind of want to try something. And with some bardic inspiration, it's going to give me a little bit of extra motivation. What do we think is more aerodynamic, hand axes or javelins? Javelins. Javelins. Okay. There's so many people. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. fine. (laughs) Um, I will. Yeah. So let me roll to see if I hit first. I would like to throw my javelin at that woman. Um, with the intention of harming her enough to uh, prevent her from escaping. So killing her. (laughs) (laughs) That is the intent, but if I don't vocalize it, then it's not so bad. Uh, I add my uh, bardic inspiration to my attack roll or to my uh, this roll? Either or. Well, I got a 13 on this one. I'm thinking I'm going to add that d6 to this one. Give me a 16. Okay, that hits. Yeah, it does. So what does that look like? It's a really, really well-aimed acrobatic toss as I'm flipping around in the air and I haven't quite got my bearings. I just kind of held my breath for a really long time and I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I need to help out. And I throw it and it kind of whizzes past and it grazes people passing by, but it doesn't hit anybody and it doesn't lose any momentum and it does strike her dead on just as a stroke of luck. I mean, I've got Roscoe nearby. He is my lucky charm. I'm lucky. I've never actually done damage on a ranged you will today I believe. So, so that is using your dexterity as opposed to your strength gotcha okay six six points, six points of, damage. of damage um well that as that pierces into what what body part are you aiming at chest just like the biggest part available like her torso <laughs> All right. Well, that does not feel good. And in fact, she she gasps for air um, as this thing pierces her. And that is going to be like her turn. She is going to react to this. Um, She is going to... She knows that this is not a good situation. And at this point, she is going to make a dash for it out of here. And so she with this javelin inside of her, um, starts just flying. And she makes it, I guess, 60 feet away. That's javelin theft. (laughs) (laughs) Shake my hand in anger at her. That was my javelin. (laughs) That's a crime. (laughs) This cannot be allowed to stand. Kennether. Well, so clearly people have gotten very stabby in the middle of our dance party. (laughs) And I... 
I mean, did I hear the bagpipe sound too? I'm well aware. Yeah, that I think most people heard it. So as I'm looking around to see exactly who made that sound, it's probably the person fleeing with a javelin sticking out of their chest. So I will move as quickly as I can towards her to the point where I'm within 60 feet, I'd assume. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So I'm going to turn her into a very fat, short-limbed turtle. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to cast Polymorph on her. Okay. This is what happens when you bring a level eight character to there we go. To a party of like level fours. Polymorph her into a turtle. You say that so often it's lost all meaning. It's a very plump, short-limbed turtle, so I figure she can't swim very fast or she's kind of just floating there. I mean, that's a plan anyways. I think it's a... <laughs> Little legs. Is that just a save? Yeah. Um, Turtles are also shitty dancers. Yes, notoriously. <laughs> you know from experience. So what kind of turtle? What kind of turtle did you say? Like an overweight box turtle with shorter limbs. <laughs> so sort of yeah, tortoise Yeah, but I'm smaller. I want the thing yeah. carrying the bagpipes to fall off. And then the javelin, yeah. yeah, will hopefully go away as well. So we can get that back. <laughs> well, okay, so, so so how does that work? So I begin with these very articulated hand gestures and mutter very repetitive chanting under my breath. And I pull a cocoon out of my robes and start smashing it up in my hands and forcefully blow all that debris at her and it swirls around her as bits of her start changing not all at once or anything but her legs shrink up into tortoise legs and then a shell starts to form hopefully it'll give anyone near her enough time to catch the bag as it slides off her turtle form yes so the bag does slide off and you see a very confused turtle um with a turtle-sized javelin in it. But unlucky for you, I just googled this. A turtle can swim at 20 miles per hour. Oh, no! I wanted so this to turtle yeah. But that's with the water resistance. Away. Can it fly very <laughs> fast? Well, it's <sighs> swimming flying through air. Good news is, Kennethar's learning a lot about turtles today. <laughs> <laughs> I am genuinely impressed. I'm not even mad about that. <laughs> Bye, turtle. She You'll is, be fine in an hour. If we wanted to catch her, she she is genuinely a turtle mentally, and we have a druid. Befriend the turtle. What? No, I think they actually <laughs> keep all their mental stuff. I think it's just yeah. the, like, like the physical stats that change. So it should be able to hold up a conversation still. Well, actually, <laughs> I don't know about turtle vocal cords. But yeah, it doesn't. It can't actually talk. But no. maybe it can think hard. If you ask it math problems, <laughs> it could probably tap it out for you. Yeah, yeah. Does it drop the bagpipes in the bag that it was holding, since it can no longer sustain a giant bag as a turtle? Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was dropped right away. Fantastic. Does the bag float as well? Does the bag fly? Like, yeah, everything fly in the area? that is within. Yeah, okay. Cool. I'm diving for it, even if I'm not close enough. Okay. I'm Even diving I'm for. The, I'm gonna try and cast hold person again on. Well, can I cast hold person on her when she's a turtle? 
Oh, she's now a creature. <laughs> I'm yeah, so a creature. sorry. So I, I messed up so much, everyone. Okay. <laughs> no, no we're here great. for the bagpipes. It. it worked That's out. right. That's right. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better. Keela does ugh. not care. I'm making my way towards the turtle. If I'm close, I'll swoop for the bagpipes as well. Okay, so Keela and Roscoe are swooping toward the bagpipes together, and you're about to collide. Oh, I'll, uh, I don't want to collide. I'll stop. If she, if the lady wants the bagpipes that badly, let the lady have the bagpipes. Can you stop with that momentum? Oh, well, good question. Give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> Sorry. Both of us? Sure. Unless you just don't care, Keela. Oh, I care. I got an eight in total. I got a, I got a twenty-one. Okay, so Roscoe does not is not able to to slow himself down exactly when he does try to to he ends up somersaulting, um, in the air does knock someone over. There's some yelling. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. But Keila, you you get the bag of bagpipes. I open up the bag right away to look inside, and there are. Your bagpipes that you lost years ago. I just take a moment as I look at them and I feel like I've been split in two because part of me is so relieved to have them, this object of my fixation for years. But another part of me is so sad to see them because this is just a reminder of what I've lost. I have this this object, but I will never have their owner back again. You're going to play a sad note? Both of us thought of a bagpipe for sad. Sad bagpipe note. Yeah. <laughs> I play a funeral dirge. <laughs> Is there a difference? <laughs> Hold, you hear. And there are some familiar voices um, of two guards. And in fact, there you, you start to notice when you look around, there are more guards. And there are some, some hesitant dancers dancing further away from you. Um, you were just in a fight and a, someone just threw a javelin through a crowd of dancers. And you see on the edge of the courtyard, there are three guards, City Watch staying there waving at you you see another two the two that you were dealing with earlier they're flying directly very well they know how to fly and they know how to fly quickly um making a beeline straight to you i see the angry faces of the city watch and i say oh this looks familiar i am trying to apprehend the turtle as am i okay so you two are off not not in this scene here so we have may pre keila kennethar and roscoe the guards come towards you and they say we will take those as this is evidence excuse me we take those we are taking them as evidence and the the male guard goes to take them he has his hands on them you, if afterwards, after the investigation, if you have proof you are the proper owner, you can have them. But not until then. I pause and I look in the bag and I take one last long look before I quickly close it and shove it back at him. <laughs> the air deflates. <laughs> Thank you. We know where to find you. And you, they say at Maypri. She's somersaulting, kind of flailing around still. Yep, yep. Hi, Stuart. <laughs> Don't throw javelins in a crowd again. 
Oh, I mean, it was an accident. I am very sorry. I promise, Stuart, it will not happen again. And I'm trying to give thumbs up, but like mostly just see my back. I'll, uh, don't worry. Don't worry, uh, uh, Sergeant Maribel. Don't worry, Stuart. I'll keep an eye on her. I'll make sure she's following the laws. They are you not convinced whatsoever. Um, and they fly to their comrades to the side of the dancing court. Before, before Stuart, um, glides away i want to thank him profusely for how professional he's approached this entire situation i tip him too i give him just a copper piece the motion's a little jerky the way it's coming out of my hand and i just ask him real quick where he's taking the bagpipes as i cast detect thought okay and how does that work so i use the copper piece as the material component and i'll get the verbal and semantic out with how i'm handing it to him and gesturing and then for the duration i can read the thoughts of the creature the service thoughts that you you read are he has to get them in to the captain of the guard it's very urgent because there is something about these bagpipes that is more than just a evidence for a murder scene this is you 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 hear this word something about key and then you see a lot of gold wonderful i just i appreciate your professionalism so much Stuart. thank you thank you and then i will fly back to my friends uh you're welcome and then of course because the the copper is now gone and used up um, so he didn't see it, and thus didn't uh, charge you for bribery. And he he goes off a little confused, but they have the bagpipes, and that's what matters to them. Mm-hmm. And I will come tell my friends exactly where it is and everything I've learned. <laughs> He's taking it to the guard captain. Something about a key and lots of money. Uh, you know, people accuse me of being a bit underhanded, but I can see that we're cut from the same cloth, you and me. It was definitely a compliment. I consider myself among the best people I know. This whole adventure has just been me fitting in with people, and I'm so excited about it. I love making new friends, and I consider you a friend. I hope you don't mind me saying that. I consider you a friend. No, please do. I have, uh, I check my notebook, 14 now. <laughs> For the, uh, I, I want you to know, for the purposes of invitations to marriages and engagements and such, and also for the purposes of friendly spells, I consider you a close personal ally. Wonderful! Are Frond and I having any luck uh, apprehending this turtle? <laughs> oh, um, no, you, you aren't having a hard time. <laughs> right, turtle. Um, so... <laughs> You, you, no, the, the turtle is swimming. I mean, a, a lot of the dancing paused a little bit. So, so you were able to, to gain some speed, um, and start approaching this turtle. Um, when the turtle reached, uh, the edge of the, the dance, the dancing court, um, well, they, they lost their speed, um, now being on cobblestone. So you are very easily able to just go up and pick it up. I'll open, I'll open up my mess kit so that you can drop it in there. Great. Yeah, I just sort of hold it in front of my face for a little bit, though. I want to see the little legs kick for a while. <laughs> and then, okay, I'll drop it in the mess kit. Ooh, um, yeah, you've got about 30 minutes until it's cannibalism, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that answers that question. I feel like the guards will be interested in uh, this one as well.
that is all for episode four of Podcasts of Waterdeep. We are the Broadswords, and we were joined today by Adam Carnavalli of D&D is for Nerds, Ross Rockefeller of Dice for Brains, and Chris Perkins of Wizards of the Coast. Stick around and listen to the rest of the episodes of Podcasts of Waterdeep, because there are six more to come. Bye! See you next time.